0: Hi. The Common Man and T-Bone podcast is brought to you by Care Heating and Cooling. Cold or sweaty is no way to go through life? Call my guys at Care Heating and Cooling for all your heating and cooling needs. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. And stay tuned after the podcast for special bonus content from past shows. Crude and sexy! Bye.
1: It's time to take a dip in the pool of stupid. Yeah. This is
0: Common Man and T-Bone. Did you lose your soap? My mother's soap? Yeah, mother's
1: soap. Is it gone?
2: Nope, it's still there. All right. Still cracking. Maybe a little bit of a turd nugget Uh, on there. Oh, God, why did it... Why? Why? I got sucked in. I just was looking at the mother's soap thing, and I didn't think about the rest of the conversation. Mm -hmm. Terrible decision on my part. I apologize to everyone. Featuring Panama Ted. Leanna Ray on traffic.
3: You know I hate you guys, right?
1: And all the weird sounds the internet has ever made. Just want to remind
0: everybody that it's Columbus Day. is the only one I've ever met that can handle my junk. Stuff flaps all over the place.
3: Does that make any sense to you?
1: This is Common Common Man Man. and (laughs) T-Bone.
2: Well, hello. Welcome in. Happy Wednesday to you. No Common Man today. But Chops is here. Mark Finch. What's
4: up, buddy? How are you? Good T Bone, how you doing today?
2: Oh man, this is uh it's a weird time to get started. I think I, I can safely say this is the first time I ever recall starting the show after dark. Like I don't ever recall us playing the intro prior to it getting dark, but it's it's almost dark, so that's about where we are right here. Uh, although today Buck-
4: you could kind of just count the whole day as dark.
2: <laughs> yeah, it was a, it was a bit of just a gross nasty day out. But that's okay. It was good in one sense because Ohio State took the court. We got to actually watch them play some basketball. More on that in a moment. We have a short show today obviously. The Buckeye show will come up after us. 11 Warriors 11 Warriors radio hour after that. So to give you a little idea of what the schedule is tonight, Mike Mike is off today. Uh, tomorrow we're all off, and then Chops and I will be back on Friday to do a regular show, so just to give you a little concept of what's going on. But let's start off with Buckeye basketball, man. Uh, We got to see this team actually take the court, and I was texting with you this morning. I was like, I think we're playing this game. Like I've not heard of any
4: negative well, and Especially and- after the women's game got canceled, that kind of just I makes know. you nervous. And then throughout the day, we're seeing football games get canceled, so you just never know until they're actually playing. Yeah,
2: and uh, and and as you could hear if you listen to the post-game show that Timmy was doing, I mean, the coaches were saying, I mean, we, we got a text message at 8.30 in the morning saying, yep, from Illinois State saying, we tested, we're good to go. So then that was when they knew the game was on. I just, it's going to be a weird season like that when it comes to basketball, and, and that's okay. I mean, this is what we're all trying to deal with right now, but good news is the game got played, and we have plenty to take away from it. It was a 94-67 victory for the Buckeyes beating Illinois State Uh, where, where I would like to start chops, I'm guessing is where probably you would like to start is the fact that we've been all wondering, well, who's going to take over the scoring burden? Who's kind of going to be the focal point of the offense for this team? And it's only one game, but hello, Justice Suing. Thank you for coming. Thank you for being, uh, done with Cal and swinging over here to Ohio State. He came out today and, uh, did better than I, better than advertised, I would say.
4: Yeah, I mean, who's going to be doing all the scoring was second after how is Dick Vital doing? But we got that question answered. <laughs> so Justice Suing comes out. He had 12 points in the first half and he was almost perfect eight of nine and he was perfect right up until the end. So yeah, I mean, he's a guy who looks like he isn't afraid to cut to the basket. He nailed the three pointer today as well. And he took a lot of, uh, a lot of chances, you know, getting the basket and getting and ones and making his free throws. So all around great game from Justice Suing and. Great to see, and you got four of the starters in double digits, so that's what you need to see. Kyle Young gets to eight points, so he doesn't get, quite get to double digits, but that's not what you're looking at from him. So as far as the starting five, this is a, a good game to look at.
2: Yeah, it definitely is. So he gave you the high points there, um, but before we go any further, because this is just what we do at this time of day, Teddy, let's hit it. Let's Let's hit the rundown
1: common man and t-bones the rundown the rundown
3: sponsored by boren brothers waste services the real local trash company boren brothers taking out the trash
2: all right now more ohio state basketball so you brought up the fact that yeah you had four starters in double digits and you actually had five players in double digits zed key freshman coming in off the bench 12 points that was nice to see i didn't really know what we were going to get out of him but Mm -hmm. uh his initial impression that I got is just—I I agree with what Timmy said. If you're listening to Timmy Hall in the post-game show right before we came on, you know he was bringing up the fact that are we sure he's actually only six seven or six eight, whatever he's listed at? Like he plays a lot bigger than that, and he looks like he's a big dude out there, but. Uh, yeah, he's just got a humongous wingspan. I think 7-1 mm-hmm. or 7-2 is what they were saying. So he, he, he throws his weight around a little bit. He, he makes himself known. I like to see that from a freshman. I mean, he's, he's still a little bit raw. Clearly there's a lot that you could work on in that game, but 12 points off the bench and not afraid to mix it up physically. I know it's Illinois State. I know we got to take all this with a grain of salt, but that was a, that was a welcome contribution and, and trying to get to that answer of, Underneath the basket, you know, what's going to be your answer now that there's no Caleb Wesson? Well, at least we're getting some, some idea that perhaps an EJ Liddell, Zed Key combination. There's a, there's a few more big bodies down there than I think we've been used to, and that's a good thing.
4: At first, when he went in, I thought, oh, maybe just like a, an early rest for EJ Liddell. They, they pretty much know they're going to take care of Illinois State. I mean, it was apparent after the first two minutes of the game that this was not yeah. going to be a close game at all. But as Zed Key started to play, I'm like, you know what? I don't think this is just like getting a freshman in and maybe getting him some experience. This looks like a guy that I know it's Illinois State, but he looks like a guy who's actually going to be able to contribute on this team as a freshman this year. And that's a big deal. And you mentioned the two big guys, you know, taking the place now of Caleb Wesson, who's been the, at least like, scoring, like machine leader of the team. The, you know, the vocal leader was actually his brother, Andre West, in the last two seasons. But you see these two big guys, and they both get to the free throw line to shoot nine free throws for the game. So that's also a big deal, that they're able to draw fouls. They're both in double digits. So yeah, the big man issue isn't going to be an issue really at all for Ohio State. These two look pretty good, at least in this first game. The one concerning thing, Dwayne Washington was very slow to start. This game, yeah. he wasn't making very many shots. He ends up 4 of 12, 2 of 5 from three-point land. He does get to 12 points. He does, he is one of those starters in double figures. But we're going to need to see a little bit more from Dwayne Washington, who a lot of people had you know pegged to be the leading scorer on this team.
2: Yeah. Uh, oh, and, and there's there's going to be a lot more of, of that that we're going to look at critically as we go forward. I, I do think one other thing to kind of keep in mind as you go forward, a problem last year for the Buckeyes was teams being able to shoot three-pointers against Ohio State, and today – in this game, you were able to see Illinois State shoot nine of twenty, which is forty five percent from three point land. That's that's not what you want, and I know I have that's a theory on this. It's it's one game, so right, we're not going to freak out about it. But what's your theory?
4: So Illinois State, smaller school, probably doesn't play in front of very big crowds, right? Right. Your depth perception gets messed up when you're looking in the shot, and it's just completely empty. But Illinois State is used to not seeing very many crowds. Ohio State, not used to it. So Illinois State felt at home, in the empty arena, and we can just completely write it off.
2: Oh, okay. That's good. We just completely eliminate it. That's good. Well, as long as what we don't do is we don't write off Dick Vitale, because what I need is I need more Dick Vitale. I was offended, actually, that I was trying to hear what Dick Vitale had to say, and they kept showing a basketball game. Why couldn't we just have Dick Vitale the whole
4: time? And we didn't even get the second half of his interview in the second Uh half. I'm sure they had more. I
2: wish sometimes, like, I don't understand ESPN why they do this. We have no college basketball since March. You know, the time where college basketball is everyone's must-watch. They didn't have March Madness. A whole off-season, a whole year of COVID, all this weirdness, and finally college basketball comes back. (laughs) We get two minutes into this game, and they're like, you know what people need? Dick Vitale. And then it's like, what? We talked for half of the first half. I don't even care if they're talking to him partially. I mean, I do think it would be worth doing a game. Just like you could, you could do this for like UMass Lowell or some other game Uh, down the road if you want to. But like this is the one of the first games you're broadcasting ESPN. You can air this game and just have straight up commentary, even though it's going to be a blowout, and you all know that. You couldn't just do let your guys get their get their feet wet again with doing basketball commentary. I mean, my goodness.
4: It wasn't like this, like, was a weird overseas, like, showcase game or whatever, you know, these early season tournaments might be in a normal season where it's like, okay, this game tipped off for some reason at 9 a.m. Let's bring in Dick Vitale to kind of set the, you know, the table for the day. This was a 2 p.m. start game. If they wanted Dick Vitale on ESPN to talk about college basketball, they could have done it at any time throughout the morning and into the early afternoon. Instead, he takes up half of the first half against Ohio State and they go picture in picture with him the whole time.
2: There's no way they would do that with any type of broadcaster d- during an, like an SEC football game. You know what I mean? Even yeah. if that is a bad game, they would not do that. So I just it's so stupid that ESPN did that and I absolutely hated it and good. We can we can just continue to yell about that. Uh real quick, Teddy, let's wrap this thing up. So we need to hit the rundown? Common Man and T-Bone's
1: The Rundown. <laughs> the
3: Rundown. Sponsored by Boren Brothers Waste Services, the real local trash company. Boren Brothers, taking out the trash. Oh, we're having a good time. I did. Thanks, Ted.
2: <laughs> no, it's not Ted's fault. I didn't know if we had to do that again or not. But there it is. It's all done. Uh, we'll take a break. When we come back, we will talk more about this game. We will also talk about college football. The first college football playoff rankings are out. We'll talk about where the Buckeyes are next. It's Common Man and T-Bone on the fan
3: fan traffic. From the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center. Good evening. You're going to find some ramp restrictions on State Road 315 northbound at eastbound 670. There is a crash on the ramp from eastbound 670 to northbound 315. ODOT crews are on scene trying to get things clear, but plan on some heavy slowdowns and please stay to the left in this area. This traffic report is sponsored by the Columbia Gas Home Energy Audit. Let Columbia Gas help you save money on your monthly energy bills with a free home energy audit. This free audit comes with the safety check of your natural gas furnace, testing for drafts and insulation, and more. Scheduled by December 31st at columbiagasohio.com slash home energy audit. Help me an Array with fan traffic.
1: Just be glad you aren't as stupid as these two. Oh,
2: yes. This, this is Common Man and T-Bone. No Common Man today. Big Buckeye victory in the books as they get it done against Illinois State, 94 to 67 chops is in filling for common man today we're a short today buckeye show coming up at six 11 warriors radio hour coming up at eight and then after that it's either pervert ted or you'll see i'm not sure yet i'm hoping for pervert ted but could be you'll see probably special
4: turkey stuffing edition of pervert ted (laughs) what are you putting in the turkey
2: (laughs) yeah that's right ted talks all about his stuffing and anything (laughs) and everything related to it that's right we stuff the turkeys tonight, live Mm. on the air can't beat that that's good stuff yeah, we get away, man. We're we're just a few hours away from Thanksgiving, right? I mean, it's uh, yeah. it's almost here. Uh, I know, Chops, you're doing a turkey for the first time, right? This is the first time you've ever done one. Well, so. let's
4: let's be clear. J Lo is doing a turkey. I'm gonna try <laughs> to not get in her way too much. My my job because she doesn't feel like doing it and she doesn't know how. I'm gonna try to do deviled eggs, which are pretty simple. I, as i've been reading but I, oh. i'll find a way to mess them up
2: yeah let's well, see that's where we are too is we we usually i've done a turkey a couple of times or we have done turkey at our house a couple of times hosted turkey dinner but now we're just going to be here by ourselves so we just got turkey breasts and said to hell with anything else we're just doing that and that's it uh but then yeah we're doing like cranberry sauce but i'm actually mm-hmm. making it so i'm gonna try that recipe out uh we got a couple of things that we're doing so yeah getting ready to do that tomorrow morning and the kids will probably eat none of it. That's the aside I'm goes excited
4: for. JLo, I think she's actually working on it right now so she can just reheat it up. In the morning tomorrow, she's doing a baked ziti for a side Ooh, because wow. she likes baked ziti. So she said, "I'm gonna, I'm just gonna make that." And I, said, I right, like the Thanksgiving.
2: Good. I enjoy the fact that we're just like this could be a main dish, but today side dish. And I'm right. That's right. Like I don't see any problem with Thanksgiving. We're feasting. Enjoy the feast. Whatever Especially, your feast entails.
4: Well, we're not doing it, but like some people do that, they're like, "Well, we have a second meat. Like they'll make a ham too." It's like, <laughs> why not?
2: My second meat is pizza. Does anybody have a problem with that? It's going to be an extra meat pizza, but it's a pizza. It is going to be a side. It's a side item. Perfect. Yeah, exactly right. Uh, So let's talk a little bit about the college football rankings that came out. The college football playoff committee got together and discussed, and here's what they came up with. No surprise, Alabama's number one. A little bit of a surprise the rest of the way. Notre Dame two, Clemson three, and Ohio State four. Obviously, That is a big point of consternation for some people. I don't know, Chops, are you bothered by that? It doesn't bother me that they put Clemson ahead of Ohio State, given the fact they've played more games, the game they lost was to the team they've ranked second, and they didn't have their starting quarterback in that game, and it was really close. So I don't blame them for saying there's more of a body of work for Clemson as of right now over Ohio State.
4: So I did the Buckeye show last night, and these came out live during our show. So we got to react to it live, and I, I was okay with the Clemson ranking because, in my mind, I'm like, okay, like, kind of like what you said. Clemson's played eight games. The one game they lost to so the number two team in the rankings, and they were without their starting quarterback, who's not just any starting quarterback. He's one of the best quarterbacks in college football that we've seen in recent memory, and Ohio State's only played four games. Okay. They, they've they had some question marks on the defense. Fine. But then I see this from Dan Hope while we're doing the show, and this is from uh, the committee chairman, Gary Barda Also, Iowa's AD. Come on, man, help out your big 10 teams. But they're on Clemson being ranked above Ohio state quote, They've really dominated every team they've played against except Notre Dame. At the end of the day, the committee just decided that Clemson deserved that number three spot. So that's the, first of all, at the end of the day, the committee just decided. That's what they do. They just (laughs) decide, and they really don't have to give reasoning, because their reasoning of Clemson dominating every opponent except for Notre Dame overlooks the game right before the Notre Dame one. Sure, Trevor Lawrence was out, but the reason they struggled in that game was not offense. Their defense could not handle Boston College for most of their game against BC, and they only won 30 24 to 28, which is six points. Ohio State just beat uh, Indiana, who is ranked 12th in these rankings by seven points. So I don't know what they're talking about with you know Clemson thoroughly taking care of every opponent. So I I, I don't have a problem with the ranking, but I do have a problem with their reasoning. And that's well, the college football playoff committee though. for you.
2: Here here's why I'm not as worried about their reasoning. Because their reasoning is, what draws eyeballs? What's the best thing for us? And right now, if they put Ohio State third, Clemson fourth, that's not getting nearly as much talk as the Clemson over Ohio State thing. I'm not saying that's the only reason they do it, but, but I yeah. don't think they view it as a negative that people are right. be talking about this.
4: If they don't shake up anything in the top seven, no. then there's really nothing to talk about.
2: No, there's not. And so I think that that is part of a little bit what... Maybe goes into their mentality of, Hey, you know what? We're going to take a stance here and say Clemson deserves this because we want to remind people we can do whatever the hell we want and logic be damned. We're, we're the selection committee. This is on our expertise. Whatever we think is what's going to happen.
4: Yeah. And maybe they don't even do it like on totally on purpose, but it's like subconsciously that they're like, we can't just, you know, I can't just agree with the AP. We're the smarter ones. We're the real committee that is deciding this. We can't just agree with what those random voters do and extending out. I was just going to say, this is where the AP rankings
2: where they're like, well, that doesn't factor in. It's like, no, I bet it does to some degree because there is at least if nothing else, a thought that you've got to correct something, right? Like I'm sure the college football playoff selection committee, some of the people there are like, I think they're getting this wrong and I'm going to make my case the other way. Well, that's, that's basing it off of these AP writers. So you are giving them some control back when you do that.
4: Yeah. And then, I mean, and then outside of the top seven, it was a little shaken up there. Northwestern the biggest like one of the biggest movers. They're up at 8 in this one. They're 11 in the AP and that's pretty much it looks like where the contenders cut off. Yeah. Because after much. that you've got a 5 and 2 Georgia, a 1-loss Miami, 6 and 2 Oklahoma, 4 and 1 Indiana. And none of those teams Oklahoma controls their own destiny to win the Big 12, but in no way controls their own destiny to get into the top 4. So Northwestern, they're 8 and If they went out and beat Ohio State, I don't see how they'd be kept out. And then those are the eight teams uh, with Texas A&M, Florida, Cincinnati, and Northwestern making up the uh, five through eight. Yeah,
2: it's it's a little frustrating for Northwestern where it's like they are undefeated and having a really good year. Georgia has two losses like they always end up having, and they're right there one position behind. And if Northwestern falters at all, Georgia's going to hop right over top of them, which... Go figure. I know they do this every year with Georgia, but welcome it. For some reason, everybody <laughs> believes Georgia's good despite all evidence to the contrary. When you actually watch them play, they're, uh, they're
4: kind of like Michigan. They just can't find a quarterback. <laughs> they had exactly. one. Where did yeah, that they guy? Did. Where did that Justin They've, Fields guy end
2: up? Yeah, where did he end up? Only yeah, who who could know? Uh, we'll take a break when we come back. There has been a postponement in the NFL. We will talk about that next. It's Man and Bone on the Fan. <laughs> Fan traffic.
3: From the Logan AC and Heath Services Traffic Center. Good evening. You'll find an earlier accident has cleared from I- I-70 eastbound at Miller. All lanes are now open in that area, but... Traffic is still slow as it recovers. Plan on some delays in the meantime. This traffic report is sponsored by eBay. Gifts from eBay say a lot but don't cost a lot. So tell your all-star it's time for takeoff with Air Jordans at not-so-sky-high prices. And get your rockstar data Bose soundbar that speaks volumes. Spend a little on gifts from eBay that say a lot. I'll be an array with Van. traffic.
1: Objects in radio may be dumber than they appear. This is Man and Bone.
2: Welcome in. No common man today. Chops is in for him. Hope you all are gearing up for a happy and safe Thanksgiving tomorrow. Uh, Chops, before we get to this NFL postponement, I'm sure you've heard the news. Soccer legend Diego Maradona has uh, passed away at the age of 60. Died of a heart attack, sadly. Argentine soccer legend. Played all over the world. Uh, known for the Hand of God goal, where he cheated and hit the ball with his hand and scored a goal against uh England in nineteen eighty six in the World Cup. But what maybe doesn't I'll have to get to disagree
4: done. with you on there. I watched the hand oh. of God goal for the first time today and I watched it twice and I don't yeah. think he cheated. <laughs> <laughs> he, well, n- guess what? Neither did the referee. That's why it counted. <laughs> like it counted. He got away with it.
2: Uh, but later, of course, it was very clear on replay that yeah, that's what he did. But what I would encourage everyone to do if you if you've heard nothing of Diego Maradona other than you've heard soccer people like me freaking out today because this guy passed away. Go watch the second goal from that game, goal number two. I retweeted it out with the commentary from the Argentine uh, broadcaster that was doing that game in the World Cup in 86 when they beat England. And his commentary is out of this world. And it just shows you how much this guy meant to Argentina because at one point he uttered this phrase, Chops. In the moment after the goal is scored, he said, Maradona, what con- What world did you come from that you left all the Englishmen lying in your wake as you clenched the fist of an entire country to scream for Argentina? Now, he obviously said that in Spanish, but I'm just saying, like, what that a beautiful like some-
4: sentiment. That sounds like something like a prime minister would say about a general.
2: <laughs> right. Yes. I'm telling you, people who do not follow soccer may not understand truly what this guy meant. In Napoli today, like in Naples, in Italy, where he played. He chose to go to Napoli after they were a terrible team. They had like a a big working-class city where they were just never in the running for anything. They were an also-ran kind of team. You know who they kind of were? They were the Detroit Lions. That's who they were. Like He decided to go there after playing for Barcelona, one of the biggest clubs in the world, and then they won their two championships they've ever won. They won with him. Back when he decided to do that. So he took like a nothing crap, terrible team, came over there, won a couple championships. Today, there are hundreds of thousands of people out in the streets mourning his death, you know, 30 years after he won championships for them. That's how impactful this guy was. So anyway, go watch some Maradona highlights tonight and enjoy because he was truly one of the world's greats. He's also crazy, had a bunch of issues. I'm not defending any of the like problems that this guy had. But, uh, my God, he's arguably the best soccer player who's ever walked the face of the earth. Sadly, dead at the age of 60, so uh, we pay our respects to him. Uh, now, tomorrow, we were hoping to watch the Steelers and the Ravens, but, Chops, that game's not going to happen because no. uh, the Ravens have had some problems with COVID.
4: Yeah, I mean, so the the I think this was a statement from the NFL. The decision to change the game was made out of an abundance of caution to ensure the health and safety of players, coaches, and game day personnel and in consultation with medical experts. So it's actually been moved to uh, Sunday, and it'll be a 1.15 p.m. broadcast. It'll still be national. On NBC, so like they're still getting their their money's wow. worth, I guess. But that's interesting. Th- yeah, so the, we'll we'll still be able to see. It. If you really wanted to see it, as far as a national broadcast, you will still get this game on Sunday. But the 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 bigger news from it is that it just completely wipes out the excitement of the slate because the other two games. I mean, I have in my notes here, buzz your Thanksgiving lineup. Whoa. <laughs> like I mean you got a 3 and 7 Texans team and a 4 and 6 Lions team that one kicks off at 12:30 and then a, a stupid NFC East matchup between 2 3 and 7 teams the football team and the Cowboys I saw this from ESPN stats and info with the postponement of the Ravens Steelers the Thanksgiving Day NFL slate is left with two games involving four teams who have a combined win percentage of .325 that's the lowest combined win percentage among years with multiple games on Thanksgiving so we've got the worst record thanksgiving game. Ever. That's
2: fine. Well, let me let me play a little counterpoint to that though. And I actually think this is somewhat worth bringing up is that yes, the neither of those games are good, but the Cowboys football team game, the Washington Dallas game, that is between two pretty evenly matched teams who have <laughs> major flaws. I'm just saying that may be an actually good game as far as coming down to the wire, fourth quarter, someone needing to make a play and it does have playoff implications. As ridiculous as that is, all those teams in the NFC yeah, East are currently in it. I mean, the reality is I think this Steelers-Ravens game would suck. I think it would be a blowout for the Steelers because I think the Ravens being down the way they've been playing of late, they have not been playing up the way that they they used to play this year, the way you would think of when you think of the Ravens. If you're watching them, they're having issues. And now with a bunch of their guys being out due to COVID and not getting any practice time, Steelers are ready to, you know, roll in there on a short week and decimate them. I, I think it might be a slightly better game playing it on Sunday if they can play it on Sunday. So I get what you're saying as far as the. Okay, I mean, a go. close
4: game does not make a good game always. Just it doesn't because the, it, it doesn't. might be a competitive game. Doesn't mean it's going to be good. And I, right, I feel like we're going to see a lot of bad ball from them.
2: You could have two teams that are just punting and have a zero-zero game that's close and it can be bad. I'm not saying that's going to happen in the Washington-Dallas game. My point is, would it be great if the steel? I know it would for Steelers fans, but beyond them, would it be great if they go out and they're up by two touchdowns in the third quarter and they're just kind of handling the game and the Ravens can't really do anything late in the game? I, I don't think that's great and I wouldn't want to see it if half their team is out due to COVID. So uh we'll we'll see i mean i don't think that gets it doesn't really get fixed between now and sunday right it's still that's fair with the idea of
4: the with the idea of the players being out with covid that could really drop the level of the game i see what you're saying but then the alternative is that there's no game tomorrow night now
2: so you'd rather have no football than a possible Steelers blowout hey no i'm not saying that what i'm saying is if if you're do you want the best Steelers Ravens game, or do you just want to get it over with? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I, I, I think there's a little bit of that where the Steelers definitely want to get it over with. What they were all freaking out today; they were pretty mad about it on Twitter, which like,
1: is weird
4: because the Ravens were one of the teams that like worked with them to figure out all the scheduling stuff with the Titans. So, like, yeah. I don't think the Ravens like deserve so much derision from these Steelers players. Like, no, well, the, you.
2: you <laughs> You had the point with uh, Juju Smith-Schuster cuz he had a tweet where he said first the NFL takes away our bye week because another team can't get their COVID situation together, now they take away our Thanksgiving primetime game for the same reason smh. And and you were spot on, when we were talking about that before the show.
4: Yeah, it's I mean, it, no Juju, they they canceled the game because for, you know, for safety, and then later they canceled the game for the same reason. <laughs>
3: And they're not both, and
4: they're, and they're still gonna play both games. Like they already, play, they already made up the Titans game. And then they're gonna make up this game on Sunday, presumably. That's what it's scheduled to do now. So, I, I understand your frustration. Yeah, you wanted that primetime game on Thanksgiving. That would be a cool slot to, to show off and everything. But, it, it didn't work out that way. And it's not, this isn't other teams not being able to control their COVID situation. That's what a lot of football guys, coaches, players have not been able to like get through their head. It's like, it's really nobody's fault when it gets into a, an organization as long as they've been following the protocols. It just happens because that's what this virus is.
2: Yeah. I, I, that's what, exactly right. I mean, I think we have framed this somewhat in the football world. It's like, oh, they didn't do their job. And it's like they're playing football in a pandemic with a, like the amount of people who have to be around a football team for that to happen, the likelihood. The fact that any of these teams are able to play is yes. pretty impressive. Like The fact that when a team does have an issue and they do have to shut it down, that should be what we expect. The fact when they get through it and are able to play a lot of these games, that's exceptional. I mean, and look at
4: college the last few weeks, how many games they've had to cancel. And the NFL's been doing a pretty good job since that little early spurt in the season of getting games on the docket.
2: Yeah, yeah, absolutely right. I mean, I I I, I empathize a little bit with the Steelers players who are mad that their game they're they're prepared. They want to go out yeah. and play on Thanksgiving night. You don't always get to do that unless you're a Lions or Cowboys player. It's not something you always get to do, but. In, in this moment, in this year, guess what? A lot of people have sadly had things they wanted to do taken away from them. I think you'll live, Steelers players. And by the way, you're still undefeated, and you're likely going to lock up your playoff spot this weekend. So- and
4: now you can spend Thanksgiving Day with your family. I know. I like how all of them were like,
2: "Oh God, I got
4: to see my family." <laughs> right. I was ready to play a football game. I didn't want to play football. I didn't want to
2: see these people that I live with. Oh God, I hate them. My kids, my wife, Ugh. like that's 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 what Stupid I expect. Ravens. From, that's what I expect from the Steelers. They're just all soulless. That's right. That's what this Browns fan thinks. Breaking news: Steelers, no heart, no soul. That's exactly right. <laughs> I'll take a break. Back page when we come back. It's man and bone on the fan. Fan traffic.
3: From the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center. Good evening. Still watching an accident on the ramp from eastbound 670 670 to State Road 315 northbound. There are ODOT crews still on scene in this area. Please be extra cautious over here. Stay to the left and plan on some heavy slowdowns in the meantime. This traffic report is sponsored by the Heart and Vascular Center at the Wexner Medical Center. The experts at the Ohio State Wexner Medical Center Center, Heart, and Vascular Center are leading the way in vascular surgery through advanced procedures and life-saving emergency care. Trusted care to Columbus's only heart hospital ranked best by U.S. News and World Report. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic.
2: Final segment of the program, Buckeye Show is coming up after us. Chops is in for Common Man today for the short shift and guy who's been working all day it feels like, Timmy Hall, back with us again for the Buckeye Show. What's up, Timmy? Oh, you
5: guys, the Bone Chop. And Chops, thanks so much for filling in last night. Must be nice to be you two today. Man, hardly even showing up for work. (laughs) What's it like?
4: There's other things to do throughout the day.
2: Yeah, Timmy, what what is it like to do a, like a a radio show? I no no no, I want to know, Tim. What's it like? Yeah, your short note your show never gets short. Yeah,
5: How, how's that's a, exactly the, why I'm saying this,
2: dummy? <laughs> how's the entire hockey season for the Buckeye Show? That's what I want to know. Exactly, yeah. you got it. <laughs> Yeah man so uh Buckeye basketball I know you're going to talk plenty about that but uh it it's uh it's nice to just number one hear basketballs bouncing and shoes squeaking on a floor again right I mean that's that's a welcome thing to see and then to see it happening at the shot even though it was empty it, it must I know it did me good to actually yeah. see that I'm sure it did for you as well
5: Yeah it did and I, I'm sure you got, you guys are great big Buckeye fans too and and you love seeing them out there I I just hope that fans don't get a false sense of security seeing the first game go on as scheduled. I think you heard it a little bit. You heard it from Coach Holtman. You heard it when I talked to Terry Johnson in the postgame as well. This is going to be so crazy. Like They got the confirmation that the game was still going to happen today. Like That's what's going on. Just go up and pull up the ESPN.com top 25 scoreboard or whatever. Parse it down by conference and you will see all the postponements and cancellations in college basketball already. I, I don't know how many games they're going to wind up getting in. I'm just going to cherish every time that these guys are able to take the floor.
2: Yeah, I, th- I think that is absolutely the way to look at that. And I, I have been uh, the same in the same mental place when it comes to OSU football this year. I've attempted to not look And, and Indiana was the first game where it really happened, where I, I broke that, where I was suddenly like, Oh no, what's going to happen when they play, you know, Clemson or Notre Dame or Bama or whoever they end up playing like, I I started then extrapolating what is this defense thinking the do? football
5: side yeah yes yeah, so on
2: the football side because <laughs> yeah, you because have to I, eventually yeah because I'm trying to just enjoy the fact especially after we had a game canceled it's like I'm just trying to enjoy this game and watch it for what it is and I know that we'll eventually have to figure out what this team looks like and same for Buckeye basketball how many times have we seen them start off awesome and then you know January comes calling and it's a little bit different story so I think this year especially. Take each game as it comes, enjoy it, and don't get too crazy on, oh, man, they're going to go undefeated this year, or, oh, they're going to be a top-five team. Well, let's just pump the brakes on all that. They had a very yeah. good start. This was exciting, and that's where I'm leaving it for right
4: now. Because on that note, yeah, if, if there was a slump or something happening in January, well, at least they're playing to have a slump, right. Would you rather True. than just right. not have games. So, yeah, any time they're on the court, I think that's a win this year. You know, there,
5: there, there will come a point in time, though, we say this in life, too, where... Just because maybe you don't have it as worse off as other people in the world that you're not allowed to complain. You know, like, it, it's, are we allowed to complain about first world problems every now and then? Right? Sure. Like, I think there's, sure. on a human level, it's okay to complain. We understand I that. I hear two guys
4: on a show every morning complain about First World Exactly. Right, right. Yeah.
5: You know exactly what we're talking about, chops. It's a. we're, we know we're not dealing with hunger issues or thirst issues, but that doesn't mean we can never, like, in our daily lives or routine, whine about a problem. And it'll, it'll come to that. Like, well, we're talking about sports here. Like, I, I know we can only say for so long, oh, just enjoy the fact that you got a game. Well, then you are going to start talking about, well, why don't we have a better, you know, two point, you know, shooting field goal percentage? <laughs> why why, why aren't we making more uh, free throws? Things like that. But I will tell you this the Justice League and how he showed up today, that was a fantastic introduction. And I think, you know, knowing, you know, the way that this team looks, that might hold up. He might be the season leading scorer. I know we have Dwayne and EJ, but Justice might be like a 15, 16 a
4: game average guy going forward. Can we, can we call him the plaintiff? Because he's always suing people. <laughs> it's all right. we're all good shaking my head there's a (laughs) lot of that's a good one what are you talking about right there you're throwing out justice league it's his name so it is yeah
2: that's right well we have time to debate that you have a two-hour show tonight timmy i know that most of it's going to be buckeye basketball anything else you want to throw out there that's coming up on the show
5: Coming up tonight, uh, we're going to do a little segment called Hot Routes at 6.33. We'll pack as many Buckeye football questions into one segment as humanly possible. Ryan Day had his radio show today. If you missed that, the best there. And uh, coming up in the 7 o'clock hour, a
2: lot more Buckeye basketball coverage. All right, there you go. Buckeye show, two hours, 11 Warriors radio show after that. Uh, Right now, it's the back page. Let's do it. The Back Page. The Back Page. With Common Man and T-Bone.
3: Sponsored by Care Heating and Cooling. When you need a company you can trust, call 1-800-COOLING. Chops,
2: you got time for a quick one, so go ahead,
3: bud.
4: All right. I heard James say that California's favorite side dish was salad for Thanksgiving, and I couldn't find that map. I found this one on Delish.com, every state's favorite side dish. California actually went with mashed potatoes on this one. Maine, for some reason, can't cook. They like salad. Side salad up in Maine. And in Ohio, it's Green Bean Casserole. Also share that that's, one with the state up north. I'm not... Green Bean Casserole, I'll what, though, I can take it or leave it. It's okay, yeah, but it's not I, one of my favorites.
2: I agree with that, but I'll just say that I do feel like that's one of those few food maps that comes out where I'm always like offended because they're always stupid. I know a lot of people in Ohio that I grew up with who are like, oh yeah, Green Bean Casserole. I work with one of them. I mean, that's one of common man's favorite dishes is green bean casserole so i'm just saying i think it is big here and i i tend to agree with that
4: i'm a stuffing guy that's my favorite
2: yeah yeah that's fair i'm a i'm a side pizza guy that's what i like on my thanksgiving (laughs) side just what about you chili (laughs) side
5: let's go chili dogs for the top there you go perfect
2: (laughs) absolutely this is right timmy buckeye shows up next we will be back on friday have a happy thanksgiving it's man and bone on the fan Fan traffic
3: from the Logan AC and Heath Services Traffic Center. Good evening. Watch out for an injury crash on West Broad Street, west of I-70. It is causing some slowdowns in this area as they work to get the roadway clear. Please be extra cautious over here and plan about a 5-10 to 10 minute delay. This traffic report is sponsored by Dell. A special announcement from Dell Technologies. Black Friday is officially here. You can save up to 50% on powerful computers with Intel Core processors that will take your small business to the next level. Call 877-ASK-DELL or go to dell.com slash Friday. I'm the NRA with fan traffic.
0: Hey, Common Man here. I know what you're thinking. This guy again. But we have some special bonus stuff for you. Sponsored, of course, by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust.
1: One is angry. The other one is bald. What do you think I mean, bald? Bald? Bald, bald.
0: Here's Man and Bone. I want to point something out. All right? I, too... Would be bald if I don't if I didn't take these pills every single day. <laughs> I've been taking the propecia pills, or whatever the generic is called now. Yeah. For almost twenty years. It's called amateur pecia.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I
0: didn't think about it for a second. Good job. <laughs> and I'm so terrified that if I stop taking these pills, like my hair will just fall out in one day. All of it.
2: Yeah. Well, it's funny because we were watching last night I had the NBA games on and uh, ESPN.